As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Attraction HQ podcast, where we look at love, sex, dating, relationships, how you can have more of them, how they can be better quality, how you can feel inspired and become a better person within yourself by ignoring conventional dating advice, taking outside strategies and perspectives, and striving to become the most real, authentic, honest, and sexiest version of yourself. Hi, my name's Hayley Quinn, and welcome back to my Attraction HQ podcast. Now here, we kind of go renegade on love and dating and give you some advice that actually might work and change your life for the better. It's my absolute honor and pleasure to be joined by one of the great minds of love, persuasion, language, and just great minds, really. Um, the He needs very little introduction. It is the genius that is Ross Jeffries. Thank you. You know, my new introduction ought to be the man who needs no introduction. <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> but you are. I and, mean, you know, I think any man listening to this, if you haven't heard of him already, I mean, wh- where have you been living? Under a rock? <laughs> With Osama bin Laden in Afghanistan. So, right. Down, yeah, because for us, I mean, I, obviously, the one of the things you're known for is you were featured in that notorious book, The Game, for yes. better or for worse. Yeah. Um, and you've also had made documentaries made about you. Tom Cruise played me in a movie. Right, Magnolia. But he's way too short, not nearly good looking. <laughs> and you have uh, how many, you are basically the uh, originator. You, yeah. the, what's your origin story of I started Dating in Advice? 1988. 87, 88, I wrote my first book. I did my first so seminar So you'd, you'd had your first book out when I was one. Thanks, Hales. <laughs> Makes me feel well. Some of the people weren't even born when I started. They were on the mm. last years of their previous lifetime. Right. This is what I tell the women when they ask me, young women when in their 20s, when I ask, How old are you? I'll say, Technically, you're the older one because when I was born, you were on the last years of your previous life. <laughs> I'm like, Okay, I'll buy that. <laughs> so, what? Shortly thereafter, the clothes come off. <laughs> <laughs> But when you're not talking about your numerous success stories with yeah. young, versatile Swedish women, yeah. uh, you do have Bendy some... Ge- Swedish women. <laughs> you do have some genius, genius, genius ideas. Yeah. I was and, taught, I, to which I must say I credit my mother and father, particularly uh-huh. my mother, 
because my mother taught me to think outside the box. Right. She constantly challenged me to, to be unconventional in my thinking. Mm-hmm. She didn't and rewarded it. So what could you say to a man that's listening to this who feels entirely stuck? In that he, his, his belief is, women don't like me. I'm not attractive to women. I'm never going to get anywhere. Well, I would say you don't have an attraction problem. You don't have a woman problem. You have a learning issue. The way in which you've chosen to learn about how to attract women is a broken way of learning. Anyone who had that learning strategy, which basically, number one, dwell on your mistakes. Mm. When you dwell on your mistakes, essentially you're rehearsing them and programming them back into your brain. Because the brain cannot tell the difference between rehearsal and programming. So if you review over and over and over again, the brain says, oh, this is a rehearsal for what he wants me to keep doing. Mm. So the way in which you obsess on your on your failures just programs them back in. The intent is well-intended to try to fix a situation, but it's the wrong way to go about doing it. Second thing is most guys, almost all of them, the ratio of taking action to thinking things through is way off. For every one point of action in the world, there's probably one million points of thinking about Mm -hmm. it. So that action to thinking ratio needs to be changed. This is really interesting because I was going to ask you about um, analysis paralysis. You know, when people are so conscious of making the right decision... And is so hyper-cautious and hyper-vigilant, the effects that that has on their ability to step outside the, yeah, the comfort zone. It's paralyzing. And then finally, the, the idea, uh, the metaphor I like to give my students is operating systems. Mm-hmm. You're using a Mac, as am I, and the operating system of the Mac essentially tells it what kind of computer it is and how to organize the subroutines, etc., if you're stupid enough or foolish enough to have the Windows system, that's a different thing. Or Linux, or there are a couple other ones. The operating system is different than the application programs. So many guys are focused on the application program. How do I get her to kiss me? How do I get the date? How do I get her to take her clothes off? Etc. You're not looking at the operating system, which is fundamentally broken and needs fixing. The operating system that says, if only I say the right combination of sentences to myself in my head, I'll have real-world skill. Or if I could just get the right course and memorize enough stuff here, Mm -hmm. I'll have real-world skill without actually having to step out into the world and do things. So my skill set as a teacher is not just to teach better application programs, which I, I do. But as someone who comes to my seminar, who I work with transformationally, what I do is to totally change their operating system to become someone who is willing to step into the unknown and has a great loving relationship with his own uncertainty. To have a great loving relationship with uncertainty. To be your uncertainty's best friend is a crazy idea. Mm-hmm. That should be the name. That should be the title of um, my interesting talks talk. To do that with a sense of humor wrapped around it, to have what I call a willingness frame, the willingness to walk into the unknown and to let the other person have their first response. People want a guarantee. When they meet someone who doesn't need a guarantee, it's attractive. People want to be accepted. When they meet someone who accepts them, when they're having a response that's negative, man, that's that's really attractive. Those two things together multiply. And if you have a great voice and a sense of humor to go with it, bang on, you're there. Right, because I wanted to speak to you as well about the very practical thing about your vocal tonality, because we just did a YouTube video on this. Yeah. And I think in terms of the guys that are listening to this and going, okay, this sounds amazing, 
but what do I do now? Or what's something I can do and I can actually learn? Right. And one of the most simple and basic things that you demonstrated to me earlier was about that yeah. use of voice. And yeah. it's something I really consciously notice yeah. you mastering yeah. and using. Well, I used to, if you watch my early TV appearances, which you can do, just go to YouTube and type in Ross Jeffries TV. You'll see my speaking voice used to be here. I'm not kidding. This is where it was, you know, because I was very compressed with my emotions and I would breathe high in my chest. And then this is what you hear now. This resonance is, this is my speaking voice. This is how I speak. And time and again, women say, you have a great voice. I go, hmm, I'm getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Now, if I really want to get someone's attention, like the first time I'm going to talk to a woman, if mm-hmm. her back is turned to me, I won't say, excuse me, using this voice. I'll drop it a register and say, excuse me. I'll drop it here and say, excuse me. And they listen. They'll turn around with respect to that. They'll ne- they may not be interested, but they don't ever diss me. Ever. I've never been dissed when I use this voice. Ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever. It's like a cop saying, step out of your car. They step out of the car. Mm-hmm. Step out of those panties. You're under my erotic arrest. <laughs> I'm more obnoxious when I'm on a microphone. I, I've noticed. I've noticed. Yeah, on camera, you are very well behaved. <laughs> I know. People can't see me, so I get <laughs> You're the playing up. clever I am. <laughs> I'm playing it up. So what is it that guys listen to this and he's like, oh gosh, you know, this is a typical, this is something that I might hear people thinking, I haven't got a square jaw. I haven't got a voice that women like. My nose is funny. I'm not tall enough. Uh, women don't like what I do. Women aren't interested How in the How do you know? Blah, 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 My blah, blah, question blah. is, this is just the same operating system. You'd rather grab onto the uncertainty of your failure mm. than step into the uncertainty of letting the world show you how far you can go. This is, again, hidden behind all this I can't, I'm too, is I love, I'm in love with my certainty and I want to stay here. Mm-hmm. Guys should just admit the truth. I'm in love with my certainty of my failure. I'd rather be in love with the certainty of my failure than break up with it and step into a new relationship with the unknown. Because you'll find it if you step into the unknown with a sense of humor. The minute I get a client to laugh at their situation, I know I've cracked a big crack in that armor and Mm. now I've got them shaken up I shake them up and reorganize when I work with people I use the metaphor of an etch-a-sketch you're way too young no I remember an etch-a-sketch I used to have an etch-a-sketch can you describe to people what an etch-a-sketch is an etch-a-sketch is you used to have like these two little dials yeah right and it used to twiddle the dials and a a little uh, you could draw lines on something and then you shake it is it the one you shake and then the whole picture clears again so what I do is they've got this script they've written on their mental Mm -hmm. etch-a-sketch and I've got to shake it uh, part of my therapeutic work is to shake people up. I'll use a sense of humor. I'll use confusion, anything. Because once it's blank, then you can write something new on it. Mm-hmm. So you need to shake uh, shake it up and step into uncertainty and understand that your old ways of working just cannot work. The answer is not pouring more raw data into that digital right. processing. It can't work. If it worked, you would already be with that woman you wanted to be with right. or women you wanted to be with. It just doesn't work. I use the other metaphor of a a flat screen TV and a refrigerator. You may have a great flat screen TV and watch the football game, but it can't keep your food cold because it's not designed to do that. Auditory digital dialogue, talking to yourself, has a purpose. But it's not designed to help you get skilled in the real world. It just gets in the way. I'm learning to swim. If I said, okay, now do this with your arm, now do that with your arm, I'd be taking away from the kinesthetic sensations 
I need to get the muscles firing in the right way. So tell yourself to shut the fuck up <laughs> is what I would, one of the things that would be useful. Yeah. And I also think for guys as well, there is a real, there's a real benefit into getting into your physical body instead. The amount of guys right. that say, I don't know how to touch a woman. I find it difficult when I'm on a date with her to escalate things physically and make her feel that physical attraction towards her. Now, some of these guys, I speak to one of these recently, he's a salsa dancer. Like, he's... he's I'd love to be able to do that. Right, he's aware that if you... And it's true, like, in, what's amazing about dance, right? Some, some uh, gestures and some reactions are so programmed, hardwired in there, that you just touch... I know that if a guy touches me on the very gently on the back of my, uh, back of my arm... That gets my attention. If you touch me on the front of my arm, briefly, I'll stop and I'll look at him. If there's other things where people touch certain areas of my back, I'll rotate around and look. And actually becoming aware of how your your body works and how she responds to you, it's in there. And what I think is funny is I can have a guy in front of me and he might even be doing some, in a, in a friendly, professional way, do some touch. He'll be naturally engaging with me. And suddenly when it comes to meeting a woman, it's, it, it, it's like they've got this, you've got this idea that it's this whole new, completely different thing that you have to totally relearn. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Uh, I think because paralyzed. they have too much intent. Their right. intent is too strong. And, you know, look, guys, be interested in the girl, but be invested in your skills. If all you do is take away that one thing from this interview, be interested in the girl, but be invested in your skill. And at breakfast of bacon and eggs, you have that in Britain, do you not? Mm-hmm. Full English breakfast. And a breakfast of bacon and eggs, the chicken is interested, the pig is invested. So you have it the wrong way around. You've been invested in the girl and just interested in your skills. No, no, no. Make a commitment to your skills. I'm learning to swim, as I said. I'm the slowest of the swimmers that my teachers 
hot, but she said, you know what? You're inspirational. You don't quit. You're an inspiration because I've made a commitment. And the commitment is, excuse me, if I can tolerate, commit to that first one minute of how cold the water feels in mm-hmm. my body, then the rest of it is fine. So now I always make that commitment. I don't just put my foot in. I just dive in. So again, be interested in the girl, be invested in your skills and also expand the time frame. Mm. Too many people who are phobic are playing with the time frame in the wrong way. And let me unpack that for you. I have a friend. I, I'm not afraid of needles. I can go get blood and even Five. watch. I once um, videoed the blood coming on my arm. It doesn't bother me. I don't like it when they have to rip the tape off and it pulls my hair off. Anyway, I have a friend who's got a terrible phobia of needles. I said, before you go to the dentist, how long in advance are you thinking of the needles? He said, like three or four days. Part of the structure of the phobia is you think of the event over and over and over until a long time until it happens. So the way in which you structure time is really, really interesting. The, the way to hold on, the other way to hold on to fear and failure is you're projecting the failure will continue out mm-hmm. into your future for a long period of time. So I would say compress the time frame for the individual event. In other words, it's only going to last the, that approach. It's only going to be a minute out of your life. So what? But then also look at your stages of learning out in advance from a year. Say to yourself, okay, where will I be a year from now as I commit more and more to walking this path with a sense of humor? Mm -hmm. Where will I be a year from now as I commit more and more and claim, claim my willingness to commit? Not I want confidence, but as I claim my willingness to commit, I like that. This, I like to having a learning frame. How uh-huh. far will I be a year, mm-hmm. in a year from now? So when you talk about commit, because I like the analogy of you um, jumping in the pool and accepting the cold water is a good little metaphor and for committing zone. and committing to pushing through difficulty and not mm-hmm. getting it. I laugh. I've See, had... I think this is a much this to me as an as, a, as an approach an operating system. This is better. I have lots of guys that I speak to who will be like they they're so focused on the perfect or a sense of perfection, or making an absolute decision, or getting enough data, or perfect performance, they actually prevents them from getting in the water at all. They don't. They might tip their toe in, and they go, actually, I'm going to need to sit and think about this, because I don't know if that water is safe. I don't know the distance. I don't know if I can swim in that. So they become extremely stuck. And I think often it is about the ability to jump in, entrusting your skills, and then developing as you go along. And I think that's often how relationships progress as well you can obviously you should be looking out when you meet women for someone's a comparable value system where there's mutual respect good communication blah 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 can you work it out 100 percent perfectly in advance why no. would you want to It'd be so boring the other thing i would say to guys is that woman was born wearing the same thing you were wearing nothing one day something's going to happen to her She's going to die. She's going to stop breathing. In between, we're all just trying to figure it out. I guarantee you, that woman is as filled with insecurities and self-conflicts mm-hmm. and contradictions as you would be on your worst day. She just has different plumbing. <laughs> it gives you a boner. But that doesn't make her any less or any more human than you are. Right. And so I think, again, to a good way to look at this as well is for guys, for you to step outside of a very one-dimensional way of looking at women that... She's just got her bit shield up. She's shit testing me. She's challenging me. It's not like women are little robot programs, sexy bots, 
that go around with a series of pre-designed tests sure would be great that all operate the same way. I mean, you can just look at sexually how women respond. Like, we're so freaking different because we all get this, individuals. So to try and put all women, or for that matter, all men, in one bucket, as I say, and try and, you know, when you're dealing with people, to treat everybody like they're a pebble instead of looking at the individual seashells is also very, very foolish. So it's much better about being, much more about being responsive as Ross said, willing to challenge your comfort zones and actually learn the and tools do it with to express sense of humor and you to can, express yourself. You can be thorough without being serious. Seriousness is the death knell of any new skill. That's a great quote. Seriousness is the death knell of any new skill. I, I, I want to write that down. Write that one down. Um, uh, let me circle back to learning to swim. When I'm screwing it, at one point, my coach, Coach Sophia, I love you, Sophia. She said, if you don't, because I was swimming terribly, I hadn't gotten the stroke right, and my legs would spread open rather than keep them together to do the kick. Mm-hmm. She said, next time I'm going to bring tape, I will tape your legs together. I was laughing. When I was screwing it up, I laugh when I screw something mm-hmm. up. I think it's funny because it's so far apart from where I want to be. To me, I find it humorous. I've trained myself to laugh at when I'm fucking up because yes. to me, it means I'm getting closer to a big, big, big leap, a big leap. So if you guys can change that metaphor that when you're it's, fucking up, here's the other thing. Because humor dissolves fear. Well, here's the other thing that's really interesting, I found. The closer you get to the level of skill that will really give you the results that you want, the more frustration you're going to run into. Because you'll have mm. just enough skill to get really close, but not enough to cross over that line into success. So the closer you get to the skill level that you really want and need, the more frustration you may experience. When you experience that intense frustration, it's a sign of breakthroughs about to occur. Let me give you an example. Let's say you were born not being able to walk and you were used to the whole set of conditions that come along Mm. with not walking. Suddenly, boom, someone comes along, your legs work and you can walk. Now, suddenly, you're going to have to learn to climb hills and run. You're going to be falling over. And you're falling over because suddenly you have a skill that you always wished you had and now you have it you don't know what to do with it so you're going to move from being unconsciously incompetent not even knowing what you're doing wrong to consciously incompetent now you know what you're doing wrong to consciously competent you know what you're doing it but you still have to make effort to unconsciously competent now it's become second nature mm. we have to accept that there are those phases of learning mm-hmm. and being able to do it requires i think often listen i'm not being self-serving when i say get a good coach uh, and at least have some kind of support. Well, it's true. It's important because people need to know that social skills and their ability to relate to one other people romantically or otherwise are learnable things that you can of develop. Course we're hardwired to learn. Them. Yeah, exactly. And most Social people think it's like they literally get into the mindset of this is my lot in life. That's nonsense. You know, which is rubbish. That's nonsense. We're social. We're hardwired to be. We're we're naked apes. We're we're designed to live in groups and that be socially bonded together. Mm. Those skills are hardwired into your brain unless you're like seriously Asperger or, or something like that. And, which, and not to say there's anything wrong with you as a person, but if your mirror neurons are there, they're there with a job to do. Mm-hmm. We have millions of these neurons in our, that allow us to feel what someone else is feeling. Mm-hmm. If I see someone hurt on the street, I immediately can right. and feel bad. Well, that's hardwired to, that so we can survive as a species. Mm-hmm. So all of the hardwiring you need is already in there. What's restricting you is that auditory digital talking to yourself, thinking that's the way you're going to get skills. Throw that out. 
Talking to yourself has a use when you need to fill out your tax form. Who does that? Um, I do. Law-abiding citizen. Thank you. Absolutely. And when Donald Trump becomes president, I will be paying more. Water. Um, So dump that program because don't dump it. Keep it for what it's good for. Don't think that it's going to give you any skill in the real world. And mm. just when people say, get out of your head, I hate that expression. It's not mm. giving them anything clear mm-hmm. to do. I am giving you something clear to do. Put that talking to yourself in your head on the shelf when it comes to getting people's skill. Keep it when you need to do certain tasks. So again, my message is you don't have a confidence issue. You don't have an attractiveness issue. You have a learning systems and operating systems issue and you can learn to correct it that's my insight i think that's wonderful i know before you work on the application programs i know i agree it's yeah exactly look at the whole system because often if you if your start place is wrong you're never going to come to the right solution you'll just go i call it like snakes and ladders (laughs) you you think you're you're, you think you're at start position zero you think you have to start slowly move through this game. If you make one screw up, whoop, down the snake you go and you're right back to the beginning again. And you consider the climb, the ladder, to be partly fate and then also extremely difficult. And coming at anything with that mentality, you're not going to get very far. Uh, I, it's been a pleasure. I wish we could do more more podcasts. I think next time, when I come to America... You I will. will. When I will, I will. I'm going to get Ross on more because he is... A genius. I learn so much actually every time I listen to him. So Thank I'd you. advise you to do the Thank same. You. I'm honored. Uh, where can I find out about you? They can find my free course at seduction.com. If you're interested in having me on your podcast or having me train your organization in persuasion skills, because everything that applies to seduction applies to sales or persuasion, any of those things, go to my speakers page. That's Ross Jeffries Live, J E F F R I E S, J E F F R I E S. RossJeffriesLive.com and you can find out about how to get me on your podcast, book me as a speaker, train your your business, etc. It's amazing. And also, if you've loved this podcast, you want to hear more, not advice that says, just get out of your head, be more confident. If that advice is sucking and not working for you at the moment, I'd also love you to subscribe and please head to HaleyQuinn.com forward slash her mind for my five free videos on really actually understanding her operating system better and then developing the skills you need to vastly change your experiences with women. Anyway, over and out, I will be back again in the next week or two, depending on how things go socially over here, with another Attraction HQ podcast. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Uh, If you want to find out more about me, please head to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club where I have a free 30-day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club. You can also catch up with me on YouTube at HayleyQuinnXX, on Instagram as HayleyQuinnX, and on Twitter as PlainOldHayleyQuinn. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on the show. Please engage with me. Please reach out. And thank you again for your support.